Abundance of love, abundance of grace. Now to that cross, you took my place. Oh God, you paid my ransom. My ransom. Abundant Life Christian Fellowship Church. Loving God, loving people. Now, here's Pastor Scott. I would rather preach to you about how great it is that God loved us enough to send His Son to the cross and die for us so that we could have eternal life in heaven. I'd rather preach to you about how merciful, kind, and loving God is that He hasn't given up on us when He should have. I'd rather tell you about the fact that God loves you so much that no matter where you go, where you roam, where you wander, how high you rise or how low you fall, that His mercy is everlasting and His love is unfailing. I'd rather tell you that God will never forsake you and He'll always be by your side. I'd rather talk to you about the access that we have to God through prayer and the, the wild reality that the one and true living God will open up a line of communication with you anytime you choose to. These are encouraging things. These, these are fantastic truths, but I have to be obedient to what God tells me to do, and I want to preach to you this morning about a very uh, difficult topic uh, in Christian life, probably only in America and a few other selected countries. There are countries all over this planet that are rejecting Halloween as an overly commercialized, listen, American holiday. Doing away with it. Just saying that's for those Americans out there that like to waste money. In, in a nation, this nation, America, 87% of people who claim to be Christians Reject Halloween. 87% say, not right. Shouldn't participate in it. It's not good. But the overwhelming 87% of those people who with their mouth say that they reject it, send their children out every Halloween night to beg for candy. I want to tell you something. If your children are so hard up for candy, if you're so desperate for your children to fill their mouths and their bellies with sugar, if you just need you some free candy because you want to destroy the nutritional value of your children, see me after church. I'll take you to the Dollar General store and I'll buy you all. I'm going to make you eat it while we stand there. All you can eat, you and your children. I'm talking about candy corn. I'm talking about uh, what circus peanut. I'm talking about real sugar. I'll just put it in. Hey, I would just load you. The CDC says the average bag of candy that a child will collect uh, this year for Halloween has over 11,000 calories in it. Now, do you think these calories contain, you know, uh, vitamins, nutrients, minerals? Only if you call sugar something vitamin, uh, and it's not. But the, the whole process, man, it just, it, 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 it just blows my mind. How can 87% of people say it's a horrible thing we shouldn't participate in, and then over 50% of that crowd still participate in it? This is why unsaved people refuse to listen to people who claim Christianity. 
This is why so many people who won't come to church, this is why they won't come to church. Because they hear people, ah, and they watch them do totally opposite. Now, here's the deal. I ain't, I'm, I'm not faded at all when people say, well, there's too many hypocrites in the church. I'm like, for sure. Absolutely. Too many hypocrites in the church. You are right. But y'all know what I'm going to say. There's hypocrites in Walmart, too. But you sure go there. Oh, I don't shop at Walmart. I, I, I prefer the mall. Hey, there's hypocrites in the mall. And there's hypocrites in your mirror looking at you when you brush your teeth. The Bible says everyone's a hypocrite, all right? But the reality is if people who claim the name of Christ don't at some point in some capacity begin to live what they say they believe, then our nation is going to continue to go the wrong way. If people, people claim the name of Christ need to raise up a standard, and I know this isn't popular uh, teaching, but I'm going to lay out some truth for you today about this holiday that we call Halloween. Now, get this right off the bat. More money is spent on Halloween annually in America than Mother's Day and Easter combined. So here's the deal. You, you, you can tell the Bible says where your treasure is, there your heart is, Right? I would be more specific for some of y'all, you know, oh, 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 religious mad people. Uh, where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Uh, so you, you spend money on what you love. Now, I just told you, according to the CDC, that Americans spend more money on Halloween than they do on Mother's Day and Easter combined. So here's what I can tell you for sure. The average American loves Halloween more than they love Mama and Jesus. Now, if you're cool with that, over, listen, over 70% of millennials, this people from 23 to 36, I think I got that written down. Uh, 23 to 38, over 70% of millennials, people 23 to 38, say that Halloween is their favorite holiday. This not good. This not good. You love that more than you love Mother's Day? More than you love Christmas? More than you love Easter? Listen, at least, at least, it's not the biggest party day of the year. The biggest party day of the year. Anybody want to know what the biggest party? Who knows what the biggest party day of the year is? New Year's. Oh, y'all know people get turned up on New Year's Eve. You got 1,200 billion trillion people standing down there. Dick Clark's New Year's rocking Eve out in two-degree weather getting pickpocketed and molested in Times Square every year. The rest of the world's watching them. Uh, that's the big party day of the year. Uh, the second biggest party day of the year, not even a holiday, although the majority of churches cancel their Sunday night service because of it. Super Bowl Sunday, second biggest party day of the year. So the, the third biggest would have to be 
if we're talking about parties, right? So you got to be Christmas, right? No, no. It would have to be uh, Thanksgiving because everybody had party. No, no. It would have to be 4th of July. What's a bigger party day than 4th of July? Armed Forces Day, your flags, parades. Uh, no. St. Patrick's Day, especially for them, you know, white people up in Georgia, man. They just invade Savannah and have died a whole Oak River Green. Uh, big holiday, St. Patrick's Day. Uh, Got to be the third. No. The third biggest party day, uh, you think, Florida-Georgia football game, right? World's largest outdoor. Got no way of competing with Halloween. Third biggest party day in the whole year. So what are we talking about? We're talking about a holiday where people spend more money than they spend on Mama and Jesus. We're talking about a holiday where they party harder for that than they do for Christmas, for the 4th of July, and Thanksgiving. We're talking about a holiday that has become, in this last 20 years, the leading favorite holiday of the largest group, age group, of people on the, uh, in this country. 70% of millennials say, people say, oh, I thought the baby boomers were. Listen, baby boomers are dying. And, and, and millennials are just acting dead. Baby boomers are dying. Millennials are just dressing up like dead people and watching zombie shows and all that. They, they just crave death. So the largest group of people in this country, age bracket-wise, say by 70%. Listen, it's hard to get. We couldn't get 70% of people in this room to agree on anything. Other than Jesus is the only way. I mean, if, if I just said... Uh, I think we should all be Democrats. You think I get 70% agreement in this room? What if I said we should all be Republicans? You think I get 70% agreement in this room? What if I said we should all be Florida Gator fans? You think I get 70% agreement in this room? What if I said we should all be Gamecock fans? You think we get 70% agreement in this room? You think we could get 70%? 70%. What if I said I believe we should all speak in tongues? You think we get 70% agreement in this room? We can't get 70% of agreement on almost anything. But 70-plus percent of millennials agree that's their favorite holiday. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. That's just whack all by itself. I, I could probably just keep repeating that over and over and over again just to blow my own mind. Because I'm, I'm, I'm for sure, ne I never met anybody growing up, no kid in my neighborhood would have told you, oh, Halloween, my far and away favorite holiday. We like Christmas and Thanksgiving because we got time off from school. We wasn't holy or hungry, but we got time off from school. I, I mean, do, do you get off from school on Halloween? In, not in my afternoon? Listen, please, please stay out of my neighborhood for Halloween. My neighborhood don't have better candy than anywhere else, but all 27 neighborhoods around our neighborhood come to my neighborhood for Halloween. Listen. This is something that you need to hear this morning. So I'm going to give you some information about Halloween. Over, uh, about 230 million Americans will take part. That's 68% will take part in Halloween this year and going to spend over $9 billion. One day, 
just one day, $9 billion. Now, now this is what's crazy because here's the thing people fight about. You got the one side of the political half of the country that's saying, we shouldn't be spending all this money on feeding and taking care of illegal immigrants. And that's hundreds of millions of dollars every year. You got the other side of the people saying, well, we shouldn't spend so much money on our military. Uh, we, we don't need another $100 million airplane or another $500 million bomb. Well, wherever you lay on that political arena, uh, that is nothing monetarily compared to $9 billion thrown at candy and costumes and decorations. The second largest, <laughs> it just blows me away. If I wouldn't have started on Halloween today and I'd have said, what day does Hallmark love the most? What day does American Greeting Card Company love the most? What day does the greeting card industry love the most? You, I mean, common sense would, would say got to be like, I, I mean, Valentine's Day, right? Hey, Mother's Christmas, Mother's Day, Valentine's Day. These are the big card getter stops. More people, I don't know who these people are. More people, there's more money spent and more cards bought on Halloween than on Valentine's Day. You got to get your love game together, young people. More Greeting cards bought on Halloween than on Mother's Day. And here's the mind shocker of them all. More greeting cards bought on Halloween than on Christmas. And y'all know y'all send Christmas cards to people you don't even like. They sent me one last year. We better add them to our list. Get digital. Send them a text. Bust them a Facebook. Halloween has taken over our country. And here's the thing. For everybody that wants to act like it ain't bad, uh, check this out. Do any Google search you want to. Call me with your results. What do you think the number one costume? Okay, now here's the deal. For all, all women who feel like life ain't fair to them because, you know, they're the minority, women are not the minority anywhere in anything except in uh uh, almost, they're going to take Boy Scouts over eventually, too. Uh, but w there are more women, do y'all understand, there are more women in this country than men? This is true. Because we die all faster, all right? So that women just outlive men. There's more women in this country than men. Do you, so more women than men agree, do like this. That's, that's a fact. So let's talk about women. Because women control the majority of spending in their homes. And there's more of them than men anyway. What do you think the number one, because adults dress up for Halloween. This will blow your mind. Adults dress up for Halloween two and a half times more than they dress their children up. Two and a half billion dollars adults spend on their own clothing, their own costume for Halloween. They, they spend about a billion on their children and about three-quarters of a billion on their animals. Costumes. You know, little, 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 little Fido got to, you know, be all dressed up for Halloween. But with more women on this earth than men, what do you think 
for all these people to think, oh, it's just fun, Pastor. It's not spiritual warfare. It's not evil. It's not rooted in, in anti-Christian behavior. What do you think the number one, check it. I'm going to give you the real answer. Verify it. Google it. Check it any way you want to. What do you think the number one costume on Halloween for women is? 100% every year, not even close. Now, we do have an upsurge of uh, vampire, women vampire, women zombies, uh, at women slashers and hookers. <laughs> uh, if you want to dress up like a hooker for Halloween, I can't, I don't even know what to tell you. I'm just going to give you this because this is just wild to me. And some of y'all are right there. Y'all know y'all done bought a Halloween costume for you and your pet. Number one hot dog, uh, number one costume for animals is hot dogs. Batman, I don't know how you dress your dog up as Batman. Number three, Google it, the, no, the third, after hot dogs and after Batman, people dress their dog up. As the devil. It's just fun. Nothing wrong with it. You just make too much out of it, Pastor Scott, because you're an old dinosaur that still believes the Bible. The scripture says, let's listen, uh, put, put our opening text back on the screen, Deacon Mike. Ephesians 6.11 commands us as Christians, put on all of God's armor so you will be able to stand firm against all strategies of the devil. Now, the fact that this verse is in God's word means it has purpose. God purposed it to be there. The fact that it tells us to stand firm against all strategies of the devil tells us that the devil has, yes, the devil has not just a strategy, but many strategies. He is out there fighting. He is out there warring. Listen, it, it, the movies did not come up with the battle against good and evil. The movies didn't come up with, uh, you know, what, what's, what's, Darth Vader did not come up with come to the dark side. Is that, or did he, he come to the dark side? Star Wars didn't invent that. This battle of good and evil has been going on since the beginning of time. And the devil has certain strategies. And listen to what verse 12 says, for we. Now, when the scripture says we, not always, but the majority of the time, it's talking about what type of people? Christian people. So as Christians, we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, comma. Always pause on the punctuation. Take the Bible in bite-sized pieces so you can understand it and get it down in your spirit. As a believer, if you don't get anything out of this message today because you just bent on Halloween and you got to do your horror house because you just love the devil more than Jesus and you just like scaring people more than blessing people, listen, uh, get this if you don't get anything else. As a believer, your enemy is not a person. You, you're, you're, it's not your spouse. It's not your children. It's not your crazy boss. It's not your bad employees. As Christians, uh, we're not fighting against humans, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. Now, let's just think for a minute. We're a Bible church. You, I need you to understand the Bible. If the Scripture tells us that we are not fighting against human beings, flesh and blood enemies, 
but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world. I, I want to tell you uh, that you, you need to see this for sure. There must be evil rulers if we're fighting against them. There must be authorities if we're fighting against them. And there must be an unseen world. And we're going to talk about this unseen world before we leave here today. And I want you to let God enlighten your understanding and open your eyes so that you can see the light of the glorious gospel uh, that the devil wants to hide from you. We're fighting against these evil rulers, authorities of an unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world and against evil spirits. In the heavenly places. This verse and many like it. But this verse as we look at it today. In particular tells us. Without any doubt. That there are evil rulers. There's an unseen world. There are powerful forces in this dark world. And there are evil spirits. At work. And I want you to know. What every good Satanist knows, and I want you to know what every good witch and warlock knows, and I want you to know what every good pagan knows, and I want you to know what every good anarchist knows, and I want you to know what every good God-hater knows, is Halloween is the apex, it is the zenith, it is the ultimate of all days on the calendar for evil spirits and things going on in the unseen world. It's not just, oh, Halloween's cool, and that's why we all get milked out of money. Listen, in a country that is in debt up to their neck, in a country that is in debt so much so that the United States government said that over 70% of Americans could not come up with $400 cash to save their child's life. Can't lay their hands on $400. Average American can't lay their hands on $400. If they had their air conditioner go out and, and they needed, if they had to, a, a car repair, just couldn't, would have to go borrow it, beg for it or steal for it, couldn't access $400. But on average, and this is each, $88 per person per home in the United States is being spent on Halloween. Now, depending on how many kids you got, uh, like some, some of y'all, y'all, <laughs> we'd need two calculators to calculate 88 times. Uh, like the Turry family, man, y'all better not be spending $88 on nothing uh, per child but food. It, it's, it's trickery. It's a trick. Say trick. It's a strategy. It's a scheme. It's a well-thought-out plan. It's devastating homes' money. You, all these people, listen, and hey, if you do you, do you. I'm not mad at you. I, listen, I am not mad at anybody. I don't mind if you are gay, transgender, bi-loopy, or, or all, whatever you want to be. Do you. But understand, the Bible sets forth a standard. And if you don't choose to follow that standard, then that's you. I'm not upset with you. I'm not, I'm not going to, you know, uh, throw eggs at your house when I ride by and see all of your, you know, ghosts hanging from your trees. Oh, because that's just fun. Let's just fill our homes up with ghosts. Witches and devils. I'm not mad at you if you do it. I just need you to understand what all these other evil people understand. They know it's a strategy. They know they got us spending money we don't have on it. 
They know they got us participating in, in stuff. They, 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 listen, and, and, and I know churches and, and people have asked, are we going to have a trunk or treat? Obviously not. We're not going to mimic the world. Now, have you ever met? Now, hopefully you don't know any Satanists or any witches. I do. Uh, and, and I've never met one that said, let's just do this for fun on a Sunday. But, uh, you know, um, let, let, on Christmas Day, why don't we just have an alternative party and we talk about the birth of, of Jesus? They, they, don't, they don't mimic our big holidays. Why would we mimic theirs? All these churches rushing. Well, we have to provide something for the kids. Yeah, food and clothing. <laughs> and discipline. That's the word of the Lord. Well, our kids need to have fun too. I believe that. They don't need to have fun doing this. They can have fun raking the yard. <laughs> we are. Anybody here my age, within a, within a few years of my age or older, we are the last generation that will ever be able to tell their children, we put string through a button, spun it like that, and how many people did this with, with a button? We're the last generation. There ain't nobody under 40 going to be able to say that they strung a button and that was their favorite toy. We, we <laughs> they got too much. They don't need to have this. And we're going to talk about that after I get through with some of these statistics. Ephesians 5.11 says that we should have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. If you cannot see that Halloween is unfruitful, I mean, it, it, bears, it bears no good thing. If you can't see it's connected to darkness, then you're not really looking. It says we should have nothing to do with that, no fellowship with it. We, we should have no, no, no joinder with it. We should reprove that. We should call it out for what it is. We should declare what it is. Pastors don't want to do that because they're scared people will, will, will quit their church. I've known people who wholeheartedly stood behind uh, and in agreement with my biblical belief that this is uh, a devil's holiday to be avoided by Christians only to leave here and go to other churches and participate in it with all their might. Listen, if you want to do you, do you. I'm not mad at you. I'm not upset with you. I'm just trying to help you to understand some things. Listen to the backdrop, and we'll get out of here. The term Halloween comes from the older spelling, Halloween, and a short version of all hallow evening. It's the evening before All Saints Day. In Ireland, it, it was called All Hallows' Eve, sometimes short in a Hallow Eve, uh, Hallow Eve. That's how we develop Halloween uh, from the Irish pronunciation of it. Uh, the holiday was originally set up as a day of religious festivities in various northern European pagan traditions. Uh, listen, anything that was started by a bunch of European pagan devil worshipers ain't something we should be following to begin with. Any kind of devil worshipers. It's so funny. I, I, I got to point this out. Every time I say this, it just cracks me up. If you've listened to me for any length of time, you have probably heard me talk about that crowd that you ought to keep your children away from. That's Ray Ray, Pookie, and them. Now, I've never had a black person ask me, no, well, no, 
They, they, they ain't asked me who Ray Ray is or Pookie is. And, 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 and white people haven't asked me that either. Who is them? <laughs> who is them? Wait, well, I say mom and them. They're like, who is them? Ray Ray Pookie and them. Ray Ray who? Pookie. Do you know that in ancient European customs, they called Halloween Pookie Night? Don't call your little sweet cheeks Pookie. Don't call Sugar Pie Honey Bunch Pookie. And stop naming your children ridiculous names, especially Pookie. But Halloween is called Pookie Night in the nation it started in Ireland. And they named it after Puka, which is a demonic spirit set out to do evil. Next time you call Sweetie Pie Pookie. Next time you call your little, you know, uh, rug crawler Pookie. Just understand you're cursing them by calling them the name of the devil. Halloween has always been associated with the occult. The occult embraces Halloween. There's more parties for witches, witchcraft. There's uh, In Jacksonville right now, I looked it up, there's over 50 different parties witches are throwing this week to celebrate Halloween and their belief system surrounding Halloween. Most, most uh, European traditions believe that Halloween is the most spiritual night of the year where the world can make contact with magic and with the afterlife. I just came back from Asheville, North Carolina, and I have been in Asheville on Halloween night. And I can tell you this, witches from around the world come to Asheville, North Carolina on Halloween night, and it's a hoot. I mean, it, is, it, is, it's not, it ain't something I recommend everybody do because spiritual warfare is heavy. And, you know, scriptures are taught, but spirits are caught. You don't want to bring that back from Asheville. But there is a 75-foot-tall concrete pencil sticking up in the air. Uh, they call it an obelisk. That's the technical name for it. It's a, it's a mini version of the Washington Monument. It's the Vance Monument. And at this Vance Monument... On one side of the street, and the cops are there, and they make sure they both stay on their side of the street, are witches dressed up in witch gear, chanting, and crazy preachers dressed up in crazy preacher gear, screaming Bible, back and forth across the street. And the reason the preachers show up is because all the witches from around the world were showing up. I just sat there, watched popcorn, and saw the show. Uh, but I... This, this giant concrete pencil-looking building sticking straight up 75 feet up into the sky, the occult believes that that is the portal in North America for the spirit world to re-enter the physical world on Halloween. They believe it's... And, and Halloween has always been connected to death, to, to sacrifice, and to uh, connectivity with... The spirit world. That's why the number one color for Halloween, the two colors. Do anybody know what the two prominent colors for Halloween are? Black and orange. Orange signifies autumn. And that's that part where people want to say, well, it's a festival for, you know, 
uh, the leaves are falling and it's, it's autumn time. Uh, but black, color-wise, signifies to the occult death and evil. So you got a time during autumn that is filled with death and evil. These things aren't mistakes. These things don't happen on accident. And the pagan community is so excited about this week. Witches are having their heyday. This is their New Year's party. This is the big deal for them. And I'm going to tell you something. That and that alone should cause every Christian in the world to run to the other side. That and that alone should say, mm, I'm not about that life at all. Too many Christians don't take the occult seriously. Some of y'all know y'all that, that were around back then a handful of years ago. I got a phone call, and it was, it was the wildest phone call. Um, I've been called by, by uh, lots of important people in my life. I've had opportunity to meet a lot of important people in my life. Uh, this is the weirdest person I ever had a phone call from, um, and they continued to call me. And uh, the dude's name is Jess LeVay. And he called me and he told me, please don't hang up on me. My name is Jess LeVay. I am uh, the uh, son of Anton LeVay, the founder of the Satanic Church and the author of the Satanic Bible. Well, I knew who Anton LeVay was. This dude, a lot of people say he's not really, he's not legitimate, uh, but I, I believe that he is. And I'm like, well, what do you want with me? And he told, he told me that God, uh, you got you to gotta be careful about these sp spooky people that just tell you, God told me to call you. I mean, if somebody, yeah, which God? If, so, if somebody from the other side of the country that you've never met before just randomly falls on your name and calls you, but there was uh, several people in the Jacksonville community that he was trying to transition, that it, uh, coming out of the satanic uh, movement, coming out of an occult group uh, can be difficult and dangerous, and he wanted to find a place to plant them. And, you know, I'm, my first thought is always, yeah. I mean, you know, that's, that's what God wants. God, they, they gave their life to Jesus. They want to serve God. He want to know, could they come to church here? And I'm like, well, you know, uh, I, I'm sure the people at Abundant Life would have, love to have some more uh, witches and devil worshipers, hoes and drug addicts and crazy folk. Because we don't have enough. <laughs> but I told them everybody's welcome. But this man began to try to forge a relationship with me that I was a little sketchy about because he was just, ooh, and everything. He had grown up in the occult. He had done some horrible things, and, and I told him, I like, bro, I don't need to hear about all the stuff that you've done. I, I already got it. Check. I checked the box. Occult evil. Check. Uh, your, your, your daddy, twisted and evil. Check. I got all my boxes checked. I don't, I, don't, I don't need to hear this, but I want you to know that the occult is live and well in the earth today. There are satanic churches in Jacksonville that are alive and thriving today. The fastest growing religion, many people will lie to you and tell you that the fastest growing religion in America is Islam. Islam is the second fastest growing religion in America behind Wicca, which is witchcraft. And they pretend, some of them pretend to be uh, white witches. Uh, and you know, I, that's, that's, that's no better than a white lie. Uh, bad is bad no matter what color you splash on it. Um, you don't need to know anything about this in detail other than that it's bad. Listen to what the Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5.21. Prove all things. 
Hold fast to that which is good. Abstain from all appearance of evil. Now back that back up to verse 21 for me. Now let's just be Christians today. Prove all things. If you would like to prove to me that Halloween is rooted in righteousness, if you would like to prove to me that God is for the celebration of Halloween, if you would like to prove to me that Halloween is a good, Jesus-glorifying, God-honoring, Holy Ghost movement, I am available for you. Anytime, day or night, 2, 3 o'clock in the morning, you want to prove that, then, then do that. I'm proving to you today that it is not God said prove all things. He said hold fast to that which is good. If you want to hold on to Halloween, do you. But you cannot say that you're holding on to it because it is good, because good is what God calls good. The very next verse says abstain from all appearance of, of evil. Does a haunted house look righteous or evil? Do people dressing up as witches look righteous or evil? When someone, and hey, I got neighbors, they go all in. And I'm like, God help these people. I'm talking about giant inflatables. I'm talking about witches and ghosts hanging. I'm talking about eyeballs in a bucket they make you reach through to get the candy. I ain't never wanted candy that bad. God said, abstain. If you want to prove to me that Halloween does not look evil, I'm available for you. And I'm going to recommend you a good psychiatrist. Therapist and inpatient program because there's nothing that this could be could appear like other than evil. It goes out of its way to appear evil. It goes out of its way to look twisted and demented. It goes out of its way to do anything than to appear to honor God. James 1.27 says, Pure religion and undefiled before God and the Father is this, to visit the Father's fatherless and widows in their affliction, and to keep himself unspotted from the world. Now, if you weren't told as a child, you should have been told as a child. If your parents didn't tell you, hear it well today. This is a universal truth that everybody ought to know. If you lay down with dogs, you get up with It's no other way. You lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. If you roll around in the mud, you're going to get dirty. That's the bottom line. It is no other way. And the scripture says that we are to keep ourselves unspotted from the world. Well, I just want to go. Uh, I just love being scared. Really? Well, I tell you what. Uh, why don't you go down uh, to, to Cleveland Arms at about 1.30 in the morning and just wave $20 bills in both hands at everybody. Put on all your best jewelry. Walk away from your car, leave it running, get, get far enough away to where you can just see it. And listen, if you really like being scared, I promise you, scared is coming. <laughs> My kids showed me, it's so funny. People have their own concept about what, where, where the bad side of town is. My kids showed me something one of their Oak Leaf High School classmates put on their social media. 
it, it, it was a girl leaning, uh, a young African-American girl. She was leaning on a sign that said 103rd. Uh, she was with her friend, and she said, we out here now, yo. I'm like, you made it all the way from Clay County to 103rd Street. I need you off on Avenue B. I need you on Florida Avenue. I need you. You think we out here on 103rd? Let me keep moving. Third John 1.11 says, Beloved, do not imitate what is evil, but what is good. He who does good is of God, but he who does evil has not seen God. Do not imitate what is evil. When you put on that costume, you are imitating what is evil. Oh, no, Pastor Scott, I dress my children up as Noah and the Virgin Mary. <laughs> and you put them in the midst of a spotted crowd. You put them in the midst of ghosts and goblins and devils and witches. And you will not come away unspotted that way. It's not just New Testament. Oh, I mean, this is God's word from the beginning. In Ezekiel twenty-two twenty-six, God was talking about why things were so bad in the earth. He was talking about the church. He said, her priests have violated my law and have profaned my holy things. They put no difference between the holy and profane. Neither have they showed difference between the unclean and the clean. They've hid their eyes from my Sabbath, and I'm profaned among them. We live in a day that is similar but more heightened than even this day, where even churches, even church leaders, even pastors put no difference between the holy and the profane, that put no difference between the unclean and the clean. And if you study that chapter, and you should, you will find out God pronounces judgment when his people cease to put a difference between what's right and what's wrong. Well, it's not that bad, Pastor Scott. You don't put a difference between what's clean and what's unclean. And listen, that, hey, man, I'm not mad at you. We all, got we all got issues. We all got struggles. We got, all got areas where we fail. But we don't all go out and spend $88 a person to fail. Let me keep moving. Leviticus 10.10. God said you must put difference between holy and unholy, between clean and unclean. Hosea 4, 6, God said, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. You know, participate in this evil and think that it's fun? It's not. 2 John 1, 10 says, if anyone comes to your meeting and does not teach the truth about Christ, don't invite that person into your home or give any kind of encouragement. Anyone who encourages such people become partner in their evil work. Put verse 10 back on the screen for me. Let's learn something. Anybody ready? Rest of y'all mad and want to get out of here. If I was a money-grabbing preacher, if I was concerned more about money than souls, if I was one of these think it through instead of believe God for it, I'd have took the offering first. Because you ain't going to give that $88 to the Lord. You gave that to the devil. If anyone comes to your meeting and does not treat, teach the truth about Christ, don't invite that person into your home or say or. Give any kind of encouragement. You're going to let somebody come to your home dressed up like a witch, a ghost, an evil antichrist figure, and you're going to encourage them. Well, they're just children. Until we take a stand 
and we raise a standard before God for what is right and what is wrong, we have no right to complain about how bad life is in America or anywhere else in the world. The, whoever said it, I don't know, don't care. Uh, the only thing necessary for evil to prevail is for good people to do nothing. Come to my house looking for candy. You won't get any. And you won't be able to get in because 7 million cars will be on, in my neighborhood clogging up the street. But this, the Bible plainly tells us not to give any kind of encouragement to people who come to our place that ain't teaching the truth about Christ. Look at the next verse. Anyone who encourages such people. Mm, Anyone who encourages such people become a partner in their evil work. Well, I just do it for the children. You become a partner in their evil work. I just do it to show love. You become a partner. You don't do wrong for the right purpose. You got to do right. I need everybody to understand Halloween is a religious day. Not a Christian day, but it is a religious day. One of the most noted former uh, Satanists uh, is a man named Tom Sanguinette. He's a Christian. He got born again. He was a high witch. Uh, he, he left uh, the, the uh, Wiccan religion. And this is his quote. The modern holo holiday we call Halloween undeniably has its origins in the full moon closest to November 1st. The Witch's New Year is a time when spirits and demons were supposed to be at their peak power revisiting the earth. It's absolutely evil. There's nothing we ever have or will do that could make this horrible day acceptable to Jesus Christ or his followers. 87% of Christians agree with that. But they still participate in it because they don't understand that scriptures are taught but spirits are caught. They don't understand that God put before us a choice to obey him and be blessed or to disobey him and be cursed. You might be sitting there thinking, man, what are you talking about? Well, let me tell you, the, the origin of Halloween comes from the, cult, the, the Celtic festival of Samhain, who is the Lord of death and evil spirits. That's the devil himself. This is way before Jesus. Thousands of years before Jesus, this, this holiday was being practiced all around the world by people who were pagans, who, who were against God and his Messiah. The, 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 in, in, in countries, big, huge uh, foundational countries for this evil holiday, uh, it was Britain, Ireland, Scotland, France, Celtic countries observed the end of the summer by making sacrifices to the Lord of death. Sam Hain. Uh, look it up. Google it. But understand, scriptures are taught, but spirits are what? The more you look at it, the more it's going to manifest. I'm trying to help you learn it without having to get into it. The, the, these, these druids considered November 1st as being the day of death because the leaves were falling. It was getting darker sooner, more dark than light. Life was fall, dying off the trees. And here's what they believed. 
They believed their sun god, Makala, was losing strength to the Lord of Death, Samhain, who was overpowering him, and it was going to be a time of death. They believed October 31st was the day when Samhain assembled the spirits of all who had died during the previous year because they had been confined to inhabit animals. But on this one day, they could be released to go in to people and leave animals and possess people. They, they, they were allowed to return to their former home and, and visit the living. They, they, they believed that these worship ceremonies that would, would make them not do bad to you. Look it up. They sacrificed animals and people on this night so that the evil spirits that were coming out of the animals would not come in to them. Halloween is deeply rooted in death and the devil. They would put horses, cats, sheep, oxen, human beings, they would round them up and stuff them into wicker cages and burn them to death. You say, well, that was then, this is now. No, uh, if you didn't catch the news this morning, uh, the, the, the United States Army uh, uh, Special Operations Force Detachment Delta and Army Rangers uh, killed the number one terrorist in the world uh, yesterday. Um, the, 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 the leader of uh, ISIS, and it wasn't that long ago where he showed the entire world putting a Jordanian journalist into a cage and lighting that man on fire on the Internet for all the world to see. Human sacrifice is rooted in this holiday. It's not fun. It's not funny. It's evil. It's not way back when what it meant then. No, it still means the same thing today. God is a creator and the devil is an imitator. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The devil's tricks are still the same yesterday, today, and forever. It, it is clear to see that this holiday is a celebration of death. Now, I told you, they'd round up these animals and these people. Um, and here's how they'd get them. This is facts, man. You can look, look this up. This is real. The priests... The pagan priests, the, the, the priests of the occult, would go from house to house telling people, you need to give me something to offer to Sam Hain. You got to give me some Cat, dog, horse, cow, sheep, you got none of that? Somebody in your house is coming. Had to give a sacrifice to them. And do you know what we now call that principle? Trick or treat. You better give me something, or when all these spirits get released, they're coming for you. And people gave up their children. They gave up their animals that they needed to make a living because this is how real they knew it to be. Those who gave were promised prosperity. Those who refused, cursed and threatened. And they were told, these wandering spirits that are going to get let loose tonight, they're going to be hungry. So you better leave some food out for them. So the practice of leaving out soul cakes, real thing, you can Google it. The practice of leaving out soul cakes outside for hungry, wandering spirits so that you would give them something to prevent them from coming in and doing damage to you and yours. This is what Halloween is. Trick or treat is a reenactment 
of demonic practice. The candy has, has replaced the human sacrifices, but it's still about making happy evil spirits. The, the, the traditional response, uh, if you didn't give, is to have a trick played on you. Well, how do we even say that? We, we got little kids walking up. Trick or treat. We ought to just tell them. Give us something to give to the devil or we're going to burn your house down. I mean, what are these little five-year-olds going to do to my house? They trick or treat. What kind of trick are you going to play? <laughs> this is what we've trained up 200 years of people in this country to do. Whenever you, this, this is what the former high priest, uh, the now is a pastor, I told you about Tom Sanguinette. He said, when you give Halloween candy, you are in essence providing a sacrifice to false gods. You are participating in idolatry. And I believe he's correct. Well, what about the jack-o'-lantern, Pastor Scott? That's fun. That's a pumpkin. That's awesome. We love that. We go to classes and we learn how to carve real scary faces into the pumpkin. Don't be so misled. The jack-o'-lantern has its origin in pagan practices too. In, in the book that I don't recommend you read, but if you have to, it's the book uh, called Occult Conceit, and it describes in great detail occult practices. And on page 190, it says the candlelit pumpkin or skull served as a signal to mark those farms and homes that were sympathetic to Satanists and thus deserving of mercy when the terror of the night began. Further, the, the World Book Encyclopedia says the apparently harmless lighted pumpkin face of the jack-o'-lantern is an ancient symbol of the damned soul. It started with a man named Jack. This is what history tells us. The jack-o'-lantern started with a man named Jack. He was known as Jack of the Lantern. Thus, jack-o'-lantern. The jack-o'-lantern started with this man who had tricked the devil but hated God, and he was condemned to never see heaven or hell, but to walk the darkness of the earth with a little light inside of what then was a turnip, which we now use, they use turnips in Europe. When they came to America, they didn't have big fat turnips, they had pumpkins, so now we use pumpkins, but it was a symbol that lit his way as he went around the earth, wandering the earth to condemn souls to his same condemnation. It's just a cute pumpkin. Don't be fooled. Anybody know what the real name of a bonfire is? We're going to learn this and then we're going to go. People say, oh, let's build a bonfire. Let's build a bonfire. Oh, come on, we're going to have a bonfire. Okay. Well, a bond, how does that even make sense? You're going to burn bond? What is bond? It is a shortened Americanism for this satanic practice of bone fire. Started with Sam Hain, the Lord of Death. They had to build a fire to him to burn all of the sacrifices with them. And if you study bonfire, you will find out that what I'm telling you is true. It comes from bonfire where satanic priests would throw bones of animals that they had sacrificed into the fire as an offering to the devil. One of the most easily caught 
animals that were sacrificed more times than humans and more times than other animals now becomes the symbol everywhere we look in America. Even if you got one and you think it's cute at your house, I'm not saying this is evil, but it was a symbol of evil back then because it was the number one animal they threw into the fire. Not just a cat. Black cat was the number one most sacrificed animal, and they would take the bones of all these animals, especially the black cats, and they would bang them together and throw them into the fire, and then thus it was called the bone fire. Just saying, next time you build a fire, call it a nice fire. <laughs> a big fire. Because a bonfire is connected to Halloween and evil. What about costumes? What, how, how's that connected? Well, you're going to learn. Costumes come from the exact same time. This celebration of Sam Hain, the Lord of Death, sacrificing to the devil. As people and animals were screeching and screaming as they were burnt to death as sacrifices, observers would cover themselves in animal skins and skull heads and costumes so that they would look like to the spirits coming out. This was their mindset. If I look like an animal, the spirits coming out of these animals don't want to go into another animal, so they'll leave me alone and go into the humans. This is how we began to wear costumes on Halloween. They, they believed that if they disguised themselves, they'd escape the real spirits during this festival to the devil. There's no denying that Halloween is a pagan holiday rooted in the worst kind of pagan rituals. The Bible says we already saw it, have no fellowship with unfruitful works of darkness. Halloween may be diluted in your opinion. It may be fun, happy, and about kids in your opinion, but, but it is all a cover-up. We're being gamed. It's a strategy. We're being tricked. It's, it's a strategy of the enemy. 1 Corinthians 10, 20 says, The things which Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to devils and not to God. And I would not that you should have fellowship with devils. God doesn't want his people giving anything to the devil or hanging out with the devil. One Christian pastor said, dressing up like witches, ghosts, and goblins is completely incompatible with the Christian testimony. And I am sure of that. Now some practical stuff. More children are killed on Halloween night than any other night of the year. Talk to a police officer. Talk to somebody in law enforcement. Hugo, Stacy, y'all believe that? Lots of kids getting hurt on Halloween. More slip and fall accidents for children on Halloween. More children get paralyzed on Halloween. And, here, and here's what all y'all defenders are thinking. Well, that's obvious, Pastor Scott. There's more kids running in the street. Not mine. Well, of course more kids have slip and falls and paralysis accidents on Halloween because they step off curbs and, you know, they break their backs. Not mine. And if you really think it's just that, if you really think it's just that simple with no spiritual element to it at all, you don't understand how desperate the devil is for human sacrifice. Dressing children up, letting them run out in the street. Americans were surveyed in 2017, and they were asked, what, how old is your child? How old is old enough for your child to go trick-or-treating without a parent? You ready? Eight. 
Send your little eight-year-old out there dressed up like a devil in the midst of a bunch of people dressed up like devils and let a car run over them. It's just fun. Let them, let them have a slip and fall. Emergency rooms have more children under the age 14 in them on Halloween night than any other night of the year. This is not just coincidence. This is the devil trying to get our children. I got a lot of other stuff. Let me just get to the end and, 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 and answer the question. Well, what should we do? What should we do if we want to make a difference, if we, want to, if we want to really follow God, if we want to put difference between the clean and the unclean? What should we do? Well, first thing that we should do as Christians is come out of the closet and stop participating in ungodly things. Stop it. Just stop it. Well, my kids would be mad at me. We love haunted houses. Stop it. That was you then. If you know better, you ought to do better. To him that knoweth to do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. Stop. Stop. Put a stop to it. Not only that, we got to stop, but we got to teach. We got to teach these millennials that this is not the best holiday of the year. How do millennial, church-going millennials say Halloween is their favorite holiday over Christmas and Mother's Day. And nobody loves you the way Jesus does or your mama does. We got to teach. We got to teach our people that this is not to be played with. The third thing we got to do is we got to pray. We got to pray. We don't have watch night service at Abundant Life. And I know some, many people grew up in church that have watch night service on New Year's Eve. I'm not going to have you come out here and pray with me on the, on the busiest night of drunks on the highway. You leave here at 12.30, 1 o'clock in the morning, drive home and get hit by a drunk. I'll never be able to live with that. I don't put the people I care about in harm's way on days and times where I know for sure there's harm at a heightened level. We got to pray. Pray that Christians around the world, especially in this country where Halloween is so rampant, that they'll disavow disassociate themselves with this pray that God will keep his people safe just, just put up verse 16 for me Deacon Mike 2 Corinthians 6 17 right in the middle of all those verses I skipped 2 Corinthians 6 17 this is what we need to do come out from among unbelievers and separate yourselves from them says the Lord don't touch their filthy things and I will welcome you you want God to welcome you into his kingdom? You want God's blessing on your family? You want God's blessing on your city, on your nation? Listen, it, it's a trick of the devil to get us all wound up politically and think blacks got to fight whites, whites got to fight blacks, to think the gays got to rise up against straight people, to, to think that, you know, people need to pro protest Chick-fil-A or support Chick-fil-A. That's, that's all a boo game. To, 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 to think that, well, we just need to get this person out of the White House so, so we can get the next person. That's all a boo game. What we need to do as believers is we need to come separate ourselves from what the world is doing and stop messing around with the dirty things of the world and get God's blessing on our life through obedience. All the rest of that stuff will take care of itself. The reason why the church can't agree on who to elect as president, the church can't even stop sending the children out to Halloween reason why the church can't agree on who who we ought to elect 
as our leaders is because over 75% of men in church have a pornography addiction. The reason why the church can't have an impact on the community is because less than 2% of people who come to church pay the tithe. Hey, I'm going to be done with this in a minute and we're going to go back to being whatever. But if you want better, you got to do better. Do you if you want to. Stay where you're at if you want to. If you do what you've always done, you'll only have what you've always had. But if you want more, you got to do more. And if you want God's blessing on your life, you got to walk in obedience. I don't believe haunted houses are for the people of God. I don't believe Christian alternative judgment houses are for the people of God. We don't have to mimic the world and we don't have to provide an alternative to the devil's holiday. The movies that come out this year, my children have seen me since the first movie they ever went to to the last movie that we've been in have seen me do the same thing on every trailer that sounded like a horror show. Uh, stand, stand up, Jake. When that, mu- when that music comes on on that movie trailer, he didn't know I was going to make him do this. When that, mo- when that music comes on, what, what's the first thing I do to make you? I sit, sit down. Grown man, 56 years old, ain't scared of a human being on this planet. But I don't mess around with evil. I don't put my eyes on it. I'm not watching horror movies. That'll be stuck in your mind forever. I'm not giving a gateway to the devil. And I'm not sending my children out to be run over by cars and fall off. Uh, listen, you send your children. I, 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 I prophesy this to you. If you live long enough, you will see in your lifetime a haunted house. Have somebody with a real chainsaw running through it, chainsawing people up. And everyone will laugh and think it's part of the show. Stabbing people, jumping out, scaring people. That's the traditional haunted house. Pretending to chainsaw and stab them. Keep watching. Play with this evil. And it's coming. You say, oh, Pastor Scott, it's just all fun. Last Bible verse I'm going to give you. 2 Corinthians 11:14, 14, and I'm done. The scripture says, I'm not surprised. Even Satan disguises himself as an angel of light. See, if the devil came every time in a red dress and and horns and a pitchfork, everybody would be like, ooh, we don't want to mess with that. That's the devil. That ain't how the devil comes. The devil comes offering candy. The devil comes. if, if, If churches won't let the devil in on Halloween, the devil will slide in on trunk or tree. Why do you feel so compelled to take your children somewhere to eat candy you tell them they can't even have before they go to bed? But you don't think you've been deceived by an evil force, an unseen, powerful, evil, demonic force? Well, my kids just love it. Yeah, well, your kids love sleeping at 1 o'clock in the afternoon not going to school too. Don't be a fool. We got to do better. Don't think because it looks fun and it is fun. It's not all fun and games. But the devil's laughing. I believe this with all my heart. It's, it's okay for us to have fun. Me and my boys, we laugh all the time. We have fun everywhere we go. But not like this. Not this day. 
Turn your lights off. Don't answer the door. They might key my car. Better they key your car than you step into what God already said and become a partaker in their evil. They might egg my house. Better that happen. Hopefully you catch them. The Bible says we got to seek God first. So here's what I want to do. I want us to close in prayer. I'm not going to ask you to make commitments. Man, if I, if, if, if I took that time, some of y'all would come and, and say, I choose righteousness over evil. We could make a pact together to be real Christians and avoid haunted houses. All these hateful, God-hating practices and choose righteousness. And some of y'all would come down here and raise both hands and let me pray over you. And then you go right back and put up your ghosts and goblins and pumpkins and the jack-o'-lantern. Churches with pumpkin patches. You think there ain't some deception going on? Deception. The devil has strategies. And the church needs to rise up and be holy and be clean. I hope you'll put a difference between the clean and the unclean. Not just in this, but in every area of your life. And there's areas that I fail. I got Halloween down. Maybe you don't. Maybe you're better than me in other areas. But I'm telling you, it's evil. And the devil's still looking for us to sacrifice our children. Still looking for us to put our children in harm's way. Still looking for us to partake and participate in his anti-God behavior. We're going to pray for the kids. We're going to pray for the church. Pray with me. God, thank you for your word. Help us to believe it, God. Help us to honor you with our lifestyle. God, I pray for our community, Lord, that you will protect children this year from cars and from being knocked down by bigger children, stepped on and hurt. Protect them from evil spirits that would desire to sacrifice them and take their blood. I thank you, God, for the blood of your son, Jesus Christ, that was shed for us, that we could be saved. God, I pray that we would move deeper than just salvation and that we would begin to truly follow you as your word tells us to. And help us, God, to raise up a standard for this generation and the one to come. In Jesus' name. Thank you for listening to the AOCF Sound Doctrine Podcast. And visit us on the web at aocfnow.org. Your financial support for this ministry allows us to share the gospel around the world. Your support is greatly appreciated. If you would like to give a donation, please go to aocfnow.org. Abundant Life Christian Fellowship Church. Loving God, loving people.